Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. And welcome everybody to Nightlight. We've got a great show tonight. I'm really, really very excited about my guests. We have Ted and Christina Winslow on. Let me tell you a little bit about about them before I bring them on and and, um, we pump them for wonderful information. Ted is an award-winning producer and best-selling recording artist with over 25 years experience in the music business. He holds a BS in music and audio engineering from the University of Colorado and runs a recording studio, Big Country Productions. He's also involved in extensive sound healing research through biophotonic image testing where he works with the effects of sound on the human energy field, which has validated his trademark sound healing technology called SoundSync Tech. SoundSync Technologies is a scientifically proven sound healing technology developed by Ted. He invented this specialized sound healing music after 25 years of research and development of healing, I'm going to say it wrong, solfigio frequencies, Binaural beats, theta brainwave technology, layering of frequencies, sacred geometry, numerology, and spherical sound waves, which are composed and mastered in a unique way, which have positive effect on the human energy field. Through his unique style, he has developed a form of sound healing that layers his compositions to maximize the healing effect that replicates the brain's natural process while simultaneously providing a more powerful healing response. It sounds really, really complicated, but I think he can make it sound easier when we bring him on. His wife, Christina, is a best-selling author, owner of an international publishing company, and creator of the Alchemy of the Mind series. She brings training and support through her consulting, writing classes, and speaking engagements. She brings more than 25 years of combined experiences in alternative health, esoteric teaching, and publishing and marketing. So you can see, they both have a tremendous amount of wisdom, knowledge, and expertise 
that they're bringing to the table to to enlighten us into new areas that that we haven't really delved into to the degree or the intensity that that is really going to help all of us understand the element of music and frequencies much better. So welcome to the show, Ted and Christina. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having us on. I, I am so delighted <laughs> to have both of you here. Now, don't worry, you'll talk over each other. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm, I am I'm used to it, too. Uh, yeah, I, I, w- I was married. I worked with my husband. I know what it's like. You know, you, you, it depends actually on what frequency you're more, more comfortable listening to, the male or the female. And uh, I haven't, I haven't pulled my audience, so it's, it's a free grab here for sure. Um, well, they can let us know in the chat, right? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, you know, don't, don't be, um, don't be, don't, don't think that the people in the chat are the only people listening because there's a huge listening audience on top of the chat. I do want to I do want to go into some of the stuff that I just read because it it sounded so complicated but I have a feeling that there is it can be made um people can be made to understand it a little better so Ted you want to give us your interpretation of what sound healing is Sound healing uh well I kind of like to think of it with with my music because that's pretty much where I focus a lot of it onto with taking it to the next generation. And I believe it's one of the fastest ways that we can raise our vibration because the ego can't resist listening to this music. And we're then entraining our body to a higher vibration. And the music is made up of mathematical formulas, so to speak, as we know that the universe and our planetary systems, everything here on earth is all connected in a sacred geometry kind of fashion. What's that? Oh, and so it's, it's just kind of when we're in our natural frequencies with the sound healing, that that's when our body can heal and that our mind is clear and inspiration can come in. Our intuition flows and it just kind of takes us out of, the everyday stress, so to speak. So that's kind of, kind of it in a nutshell. And I'll, I can go more into that with, with some of the other stuff I've been creating. Um, it is so obviously, your music is so obviously magical that it is an absolute joy. And would, Thank you. Um, I, I know that a lot of people, you know, we've heard, I mean, I've been in this field for over 50 years so when it comes to sound healing and sound that will take you into the stratosphere and stuff like that, I've heard it all. And, and for the most part, it's great marketing, but it doesn't do anything. And <laughs> yours does. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, people, people title things, you know, this is to, this is to touch your spirit. This is to open the portal to past lives. This is, and none of it, and, and it's not that I'm not sensitive. My son has often accused me of not having a discerning ear. But when it comes to the spiritual stuff, I am discerning. And uh, probably I am, I am more influenceable than most people. And your stuff absolutely has a vibration to it that, that does take one into other realms. 
Well, you know, the the thing that I've worked hard on is really kind of leading away from what I'll term as, for, for, for practical applications, term as traditional sound healing, because there's so many more different frequencies that have been left unexplored, so to speak, musically-wise and tuning-wise, in which I had gone into. And so I, I took the approach that was kind of looking at it like a frequency sound healing, which is what I do. It's kind of like color therapy, so to speak. So that we're not all in one tuning, and it's all different frequencies of which my music comes in. It's through a process that's called Hertz, which is energy. Only you know it's going to be for our ears. So with color therapy or chromotherapy or light therapy, it's a type of holistic healing that uses visible spectrum of color. We're all familiar with it, so that it affects our a person's mood and physical or mental health. And where I do with it, with my frequency sound healing, and lack of a better term is that I do it with my music. I had found that in my past when I was, in a, when I was playing in some rock band, so to speak, um, we were bombarded with a, a, a specific frequency that's predominantly in all of our media. And with our audio, our CDs, to the advertising. And when I started opening up new ideas with recording stuff and complete different tuning. So when I'm, I'm going to change here a little bit. The, most of the stuff that we know that I'm talking about is recording what's called 440 hertz. And that's known as standard tuning. So a group of these great ears get around together and they're like, okay, everything that we're going to tune is going to be at 440 hertz. And I mean, everything is in there. And that's like going outside and seeing the color green every day or, you know, red every day. And when I started realizing that these other frequencies, such as 528, 333 hertz is another one, 432 is another one, that now I'm opening up that the spectrum and there's a certain pitch and a value and harmonic values that go with it. And so that's where I started realizing there was the most gains that was getting out of my music. Uh, and, and that's where I had gone with it for my sound healing, so to speak. Well, I, I think that some people are going to have trouble. I know I did at first. Um, we talk frequency. And, you know, when I th- can you define what frequency is? Because, you know, when I think of frequency, a lot of people think of, you know, like a channel, um, you know, like, like channel two or channel four or channel six. And so, and, and a lot of people will, will take, when you say frequency, they'll think of volume, and it's not yeah. volume. So what is frequency? Okay. So frequency with light, and light is measured in uh, nano, called a nanometer. With my music frequency, it's measured in hertz. And what this is, is it's a measure of electricity that's extinguished by the unit of this, this hertz. And the body as we know, is electrical, and multiple frequencies make it up and create it. And these hertz are the vibrational frequencies that then can intrigue the mind and be able to determine the vibration at which the body will function. So low vibrations are going to have a greater attractive field to imbalances and disease, so to speak, and higher ones are going to enable the body to release a, a holding patterns, so to speak, with, with, these, with the hertz. And what I'm doing is I'm harmonizing all of these frequencies and bringing them back together, and, and so it's restoration of the balance between the mind, the body, and the spirit. 
Makes sense. Makes makes better sense. Um, I know that that you know we radiate an energetic field, and that field is is I don't know I forget what it is between fifty and sixty or four or sixty two and sixty eight uh, hertz, and and so so I can I understand that 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 while I am a tuning fork to a certain degree, um, so too is music and sound and, and all sorts of things. And depending on the frequency of what something is radiating, it takes you into another place within yourself on a consciousness level, right? Exactly. Exactly. And that the frequency you're talking is like, it's, it's interesting with the, the frequency that you're talking about radiating at 62, 68 hertz, because our ears can really only hear anything from 20, hertz up to 20,000 hertz. So we're limited as we are in these 3D bodies walking this planet with that. But I'm incorporating through that so that all my songs have the amalgamation of all of these different things so that the body can start to absorb this so that we can te- – and, and I've been testing these through biophotonic imaging that shows it's making the changes in our body. When I started on the adventure on, on seeing this with, with raising our frequency and changing our frequency – is that an example is that we know that if you go into the, the one situation and there's one person that's there, maybe at, in a room full of people, and you just know that I don't want to go near that guy because I can feel I got a bad vibe, so to speak, of it. And so that's what I work around is that we pick up so many bad vibrations throughout the day, whether you're at your job and you get disciplined for not finishing – the job on time or doing the work to coming home and dealing with uh, family trauma and drama that you might have from a sibling or an in-law or something and getting through that, that changing that frequency at the end of the day, which is when I typically recommend putting the headphones on, listening to these frequencies, setting your intention. And it's incorporated in these. We've got theta, which I can talk about in a little bit as well as alpha Mm -hmm. And then the same key registers, these frequencies, these hertz in which all my songs are. So if someone goes to look on, on my website, and they'll notice that all my songs will be labeled like Queen of the Fairies, and it's going to have a certain hertz. Or Peaceful Journey is 432 hertz. Um, so geoplanetary frequencies, we've got the moon at 210 hertz, and it's clearing. So. Well, yeah, you you called them all songs, but I don't recall hearing anything with words. <laughs> Compositions. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I you know, you sound you say song, and I think of you know well where are the words, <laughs> and, and and okay the your the music guys you have to um you have to listen to it because it is mystical it is entrancing it is hypnotic and you feel the energy in it and i think that's one of one of the things that that impresses me so much with with your work um and with so many with, with people who are creative there are those who are the technicians and there are those who are the artists and the technicians can get it right as far as technique goes but they don't put their 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 
heart and their spirit into the work. And you are what I would call an artist because you, you can feel the energy at work within the energy of the music you're playing, which is, which is profound. And, and I, I just, you know, I am very touched by your stuff. Um, for those who are just listening and, and aren't actually here in the chat room, you can find more about Ted's work at www.tedwinslow.com. And there are pieces of his music snippets that you can listen to. Um, and and you, you had mentioned the, that your music puts people into a, a frequency that, that enables their mind and their spirit to sort of blend together and, and share information and wisdom. Want to talk a little bit about the alpha and the theta that you're, that you're talking about there? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. So, so we'll, for the alpha and theta, this process that really kind of is happening is, is what's called brainwave entrainment. And basically billions of neurons throughout your brain communicate with one another through electricity and these electrical pulses that they're creating are rhythmic in nature, just like any other rhythmic system. And in the, the entrainment kind of basically can date back to ancient Greece over 2000 years ago with, with the Ptolemy. So I've been entraining with that theta waves and alpha waves. And so theta waves are basically anywhere from four to seven hertz in frequency. And I'm able to put this into my music through a technology that I had developed, which is called SoundSync Tech. So along with the theta waves, I'm putting in alpha waves as well, which is eight to 13 hertz. So alpha waves is gonna be the normal activity of the brain when we're conscious and we're relaxed. And it's gonna be associated with with relaxed alertness. We see it's in it is enhanced learning, um, creativity, peak performance, and imagination, visualization, and intuition. Theta is the state that's the border between the conscious and the subconscious world. And in this state of consciousness, we can access and influence the powerful subconscious part of ourselves that is normally maybe inaccessible or is inaccessible to our waking minds. Um, you think of Nikolai Tesla says, I love to quote these two guys, Einstein and Tesla. Tesla says, if you want to think of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm putting in these hertz that we're listening to and incorporating theta and alpha. So at the end of the day, when we kind of whitewash ourselves of whatever the TV was trying to sell us or whatever bad news was coming in on our social media feeds, you got to turn it off. We kind of hold all of that stuff and create our bodies are like a big war chest. Now we've been trained that into it. And with these other frequencies and the theta and the alpha, turning that off, putting the headphones on and training our body and getting and tapping into our subconscious. And it's, it's associated with various mental states where we can coax these brain waves through these certain frequencies. And in doing so, we're achieving a mental state that's going to be associated with that frequency. I think the one thing that, that I tell people about, it, you know, talk to people about is, is trying to connect the conscious and the, and the higher consciousness, the, the, the subconscious and the higher and the consciousness. And your music 
does that and it creates a bridge and yeah. and and for for that bridge to be created that allows you cosmic wisdom cosmic knowledge cosmic consciousness to flow into your reality so it it does enhance your life tremendously when you can make that connection and kind of go there it takes it takes the stress of the day away for sure and that changes <laughs> your reality yeah it's it's waking up the brain and stimulating it with both the right and the left side uh, like an, uh, an athlete, anybody who's trained as an athlete or trained athletes knows that you have to use both sides of your, of your body so that you become a better, a better athlete. It helps us remove out these energetic blockages that we, we might have taken on. Well, it, it's just it, – it's fascinating to me. How did you – I'm going to worry my, – my term for when I go into channeling, for when I go into – whatever yeah. it is I go into, um, <clears throat> is clicking in. How did you discover your click in? In other <laughs> there, words, there's, there, there, it, it, it is really being conscious of the surroundings, being conscious of the messages, and knowing when to turn everything off. My wife is, is a huge proponent of being able to help put me into states where I can channel, this, channel the information in. She's fantastic mm-hmm. with what she's done. That's been one way. I've created an environment in my studio that keeps me really isolated from the, the outside world. It's, it's like my cave, you know, man cave or what. I, I'm in my own little world that's in here, and it's just – it's all at my fingertips, and I just have such a thirst for it and a drive for it. It's constantly coming in to even to the point where I'll wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and – I'll have messages just start coming in right then and there, and I'll retain it until I get into the recording studio a couple hours later. And it's just writing it down, spilling it out, turning on the equipment, and and making the the proper adjustments for making the tunings. How do you know which level of hertz to sort of tune into? I mean, you you have I mean, there are tons of different numbers, and and um, they all seem to hit a different level of a spiritual awakening. And so it's, how do you know, you know, which one is, is where you're going, in other words? I don't have a solid answer on that because it just comes, for lack of a better explanation of it. It just comes to me. And there will be I'll, – I'll, a lot of it's going to come through experimentation. And as I sit down and start finding a note that I like and where the pitch is – and then find it, and then I realize where it's at. And then, then I understand, in musical terms, where the key signature is. Then I understand mm-hmm. where all the modes are that are going to be surrounded around that key signature. And being a musician, I'll just start playing different modes until it, I start bringing it in. And it okay, can happen. Can I in a, interrupt? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so why is that? Absolutely. I, I have to interrupt, Barbara, because that's an excellent question. And he talks to the songs <laughs> and the songs are the boss. And it's so funny because I'll say, are you sure that's the right frequency? And he will, yes, this is the frequency. And then when, you know, weeks down the road, when the song is completed, it's magical. And there's a lot of times when I have to hold back because 
of all of my esoteric information that I have and spiritual knowledge and and he talks to the songs and the songs call the shots. It's it's really quite magical. So uh, yeah. that's my two cents it, worth with that. No, it's a great two cents worth. I, I understand you just know. And there's no way to explain how you know, you just know you know. And and you know, he has he has the um I guess faith to go with it and and uh trust that, that the right combination will be created to put the message across. I mean, you, what you're doing is really quite phenomenal because you're you're helping people to not only uh, connect to spirit, but then create an environment where they can manifest spirit to a greater degree within their lives. And in many ways, it's it's a teaching modality that ha- that is nonverbal totally and allows people to experience this without having to commit to a spiritual school or philosophy or dogma so that it truly allows their spirit to manifest in a way that is most appropriate for their own spiritual development. So it's unique to every individual that listens to the music. Right, right. It can be kind of almost compared to um, an artist who's doing a painting or maybe of abstract or something. And, and it's going to have one meaning to one person, but somebody else is going to have another meaning for, for them. And it's funny because I really write a lot of this stuff for myself. And, it, and that's how I discovered when I did my first few albums, writing them for myself and, and cha- making all those changes. And that it was like, wow, it's going to have a profound effect on everybody else as, as well once they get able to tune into this. You've done, I, I, I've noticed a couple of people in the chat room and he's, he's done some amazing music that is angelic, which, you know, probably would resonate to a lot of you. Um, I found it, but, you know, I listened to, to a lot of your stuff. I mean, it can drive one right over the edge if you listen to four or five hours of it um, all, all straight. Right. Uh, you know, you just don't, you don't want to eat. You don't, you just want to sit there and float float in 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 that that atmosphere um I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying it does make sure that other work doesn't get done um <laughs> but I, I i really submerged myself in all of it and and i i found interesting that that some frequencies or tones were were more appropriate to me than others um I have wind chimes out in my garden, and I have found that the lower tones are more mellow to me that, 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 that make me feel calmer than the higher tones, which are more energetic, that sometimes make me hungry. So, you know, it, it's going to be different for everybody, but, but for a lot of the people that are listening, they will probably resonate more to the angelic ones than the than the other ones so i mean i mean i do see that you have you know different um aspects connected to a lot of the different frequencies which is fascinating right uh for this album my angelic sound healing for example we're kind of going back to to talking about where, where does some of this come in 
there's a track that I had on there that was called uh, Joe Peel, and it's creating beauty in your life. It's 663 hers. And as I was recording that, I was trying to take the song into a direction. And every time I would take that song into a direction, my studio would crash. The whole thing would just shut down and, and be gone. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'd fire it back up again and solve whatever technical problems that I could try to get it. And I'd get it going back again and start making that song kind of bend where I wanted it to go. And, and it would crash again. And this happened a couple of times. And finally, I felt this huge presence right behind me that said, leave it alone. It's fine as it is. And I was like, okay. And, and that, that's one instance how that, that one came out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another One of my favorite tracks off of there is Ariel, which is at 777 hertz. It's manifestation with the help of the elementals. And I had taken a, a backpacking trip through the Rockies. And it seemed, and I was just there in the mountains by myself, sleeping on the ground underneath of a tarp. And I could just feel everything start to speak to me and didn't really understand what it was. And that's how she came into me. And I was like, I got to get that one recorded. That's, and that's how she, she came in with it. It's got other tracks on the album, such as Michael and Haniel and Gabriel. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing stuff, especially Metatron. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a favorite of mine. <laughs> Um, but it just, it, it just, you want to explain a little bit how, I mean, all of these qualities are opening you up to a connection to your spirit, basically. How do, how do we utilize them as well for healing? How do you trans, transmute that into a healing process as well? What does the music, what do your songs, how do they help a person to heal themselves? Well, there's a lot of ways that you, you can do that. I want to start by talking that most of my tracks are around six minutes in length. And, and how I came about doing that with my music is that today's day and age, we're, we don't have much time. And that was one of my biggest frustrations is I couldn't tap into my higher self and start to set my intentions I was finding a way how to do it. And every time I'd start talking to people like, Oh, you, you need to go into a 90 minute meditation. I'm like, I don't, I don't have 90 minutes to be able to go. I wish I had that at that point in time. So mm-hmm. I had found that I was able to work through this with the around five to six minutes. Some songs are a little bit longer. Some are shorter. And the benefits that's from this with this music is that you're going to, you're going to have less dress, less stress. You're going to have increased creativity you're going to have greater focus. You're going to have the removal of bad habits. And you can go into deeper meditations. You're going to be in a better mood. And it's been shown to help increase in memory and in mental performances. So it's just a uh, lot you know, of can I tell? Can I uh, talk a little bit about this, Barbara? Because sure, I think the listeners might enjoy it. So I've been meditating. I taught meditation. I used to own a yoga studio years ago. I've been a big spiritual student, seeker, been certified in too many things to tell you I'm embarrassed on how many healing <laughs> modalities I'm certified in. And 
when I would meditate, I enjoyed music in the background, personally, because I am such a type A with business. It was just easier for me to get into that state. And Ted heard the music many, I don't know, like 16 years ago, many years ago, he would listen to my music and he's like, I can do better for you. I can give you better music. And, and that's how it all began. He was writing music for me because I wanted to be able to get into that zero point, that theta alpha state. That's why he does the theta and alpha together. And I wanted to connect to my inner People call it higher self. I like to call it our eternal true self. Um, okay. Cause I, but, you know, like the higher self connecting to God or source energy. And I wanted to be able to do it quickly because with young kids, working mom, and running several businesses, it was like, and I noticed listening to his music in the beginning, you know, I could maybe get into that state after a couple songs. And then it was one song. And then it was, now it's within seconds that, you know, the body starts responding to the frequencies, just like the body responds to healthy food and craves more. And so mm-hmm. my body would, would crave these frequencies and I could get into that, that scented, grounded state, that zero point, that stillness. And it was amazing. And I would give it to my friends. And I'm like, everybody wants this music. I have all these master, teacher, healer friends like you, Barbara. All my girlfriends <laughs> are, you know, involved in the spiritual work. And, and they all were using it and telling him all these stories. And so that's basically my experience. And I told him, if I don't like your music, I'm not listening to it. And I don't care how long we're married and how many kids we have. I Nobody is messing with my meditation. So just because you're doing all of this, like, you know, yes, I can enjoy your music, but if it doesn't work for me, then I'm not going to use it. And so I'm kind of his toughest critic when it comes to this work. And um, it's just been such a blessing to be able to be involved with his music and, to connect with people like you and your listeners and audience because through word of mouth, his music has gone, I think it's, it's now we, I think we've had over 47 countries we know of that people are using his music now. And oh, that's amazing. Giving us stories, you know, from the 9-11 first responder firefighter who was down there for so many consecutive days he could never sleep without medication. And Ted, he called into a radio show years ago, and Ted sent him a CD of the angelic sound healing, and that mm-hmm. was the first time he could sleep without pills. And so Ted's giving yeah. away that album to your listeners. I put it in the chat. Fantastic. But all they have to do is go to com and get angelic sound healing, Select it, use the coupon code RADIO, and when you click apply, then it will take your balance to zero, and you can download the album for free. And so, you know, he's, it's truly his uh, life's work. And so I didn't mean to interrupt 
Right. Oh, no, that's a, but I no, felt that's, it was that's, appropriate. That's why you're here. You're, that's why your microphone is open, too. Um, I just, you know, it, it, it is fascinating how, you know, both of you are on a spiritual path in different ways, but, but they blend together so beautifully that it's really quite profound. And, you know, while, while, you, while you're on a roll here, you, you want to talk to people just a little bit about the alchemy, alchemy of the mind? Oh, sure. Christina? <laughs> I should have waited longer to talk. I didn't mean to cut in, Ted, as I always do. No. I'm a very Italian wife. Actually, talk. actually, before we go to that, before we go to that, because okay. I want to tie in one, one last thing on the meditative state, that when you're in, when you're in prayer in a meditative state, you cannot sense fear, and this is important with my music. This, by not, so when you're in the state, you cannot sense fear, and this is an alpha brainwave state. The frequency of love, this, this frequency when you're in love with somebody and just hold that dear, that's going to put you in the alpha state as well. And this takes us out of fear frequencies, like I was talking about the bad day where we're like fight or flight animals. And it's important to be in this frequency, these higher frequencies every day, because fear is what is known as a beta frequency. We spoke of the alpha and and the theta, and beta waves is going to be 13 to 39 hertz, and it's basically the active in rhythm, and it's our natural waking mind. So so many people are using my music every day now and seeing these these changes because it's – it's getting them out of that beta state and putting them right into the alpha. I just wanted to say that in closing. No, I think, I think, well, no, wait, before we close, I think that it's really interesting for people to understand just what these different frequencies are as far as, 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 you know, the, the alpha, beta, theta, delta, gamma, whatever. Um, Because if you understand what level of consciousness is attributed to something, some difficulty you're going through, then it's very easy for you to then um, pick something and, and, and pick a piece of music and really, especially Ted's music to, to understand, you know, what level of Hertz the music is and then take yourself to that level, which takes you, which takes your brain and your consciousness automatically to a space of peace, tranquility, and safety. And it allows yes. you to, to heal yourself. And that, that I think is the, the most important thing. One of the most important things about your, your music and what you've done and the theory behind all of it, it, it allows people to take responsibility and to heal themselves instead of going to somebody and saying, you know, heal me. Uh, it's, it's identify where you are and then identify what, what level of music is going to help you to smooth yourself through whatever issues are going on in your life so that you have total control. You can choose to stay in fear or you can choose to move beyond it and get into a better, more peaceful place within yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's it's kind of funny because I'll I'll get these questions. It's like, hey, hey, Ted, what what music should I listen to? 
Yeah, what does the body thirst for? I've got, you know, over 200 some odd tracks that's out there. You can, it, it'll let you know. It'll pick it for you. So well said. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. No, that's what, that's what I find so fascinating because people will, people who are on a spiritual pathway will, will be looking for something and they feel that they have a blockage or they feel that, that something is preventing them. And, and if they take the time to identify what that is, then, then they understand what level they're at and, and, and find something that will help to ease them through, to raise their own vibration, to be able to embrace a sense of well-being. And, and it, means, it, it means I'm out of business, but I don't care. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of it, – it's, it it's funny you said it with blockages because I just got uh, – um, a fan just wrote in. And had said that they had bought a frequency of the fairies, and that they had, they've been trying to clean their garage for like six or eight years, something crazy like that. And that when they put that on, they got in there and they got the garage cleaned out after all that time. And they're like, it's the most amazing thing that it. And that right there, it removed the blockage because there's there's some painful stuff that she'd had in that garage that had from a, a, a passed away loved one and probably broken relationships on, on other ends of it. And, you know, God, what do you do with it? How do you face that? There's the blockage. So. Yeah. yeah no, I think, you know, all somebody has to do is a little bit of homework to, to understand what the different hertzes are. And it's, it's, he doesn't keep it a secret. And, and, all you have to do is kind of say, okay, this is what I need right now. And, and, and put headphones on and let it wash over you and then through you. And then literally spirit ascends within you to see, to have a better perspective as to what's going on and enable you to get through whatever the issue is. So I, I love it. It just, it makes <laughs> such great sense to me. And, and there and, we shall all be free. Yes, right. <laughs> um, baby steps, baby steps, one person at a time. I mean, you know, it took me a while for this whole thing to dawn on me. Frankly, the terminology and the technology was way beyond my pay scale. But but you have simplified it down to a place where, you know, that aha moment hit and it's like, gee, Christmas, this is magical. I mean, and it's, it's magic that anybody can, can make happen in their life if they're ready to do it. Oh, and, absolutely. And that's the and big thing. Oh, yeah, but, but, you know, lots of people aren't ready to heal, and, and no matter how much healing energy you send at them, whether it's Reiki or whether it's any other form of technology, until they're ready to embrace a healing, it's not going to happen. But this way, when they're ready, they can do it quietly and peacefully in the privacy of their own home and, 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 and just sort of move out of that phase. Um, it, it just, it's, it's better than magic. I mean, it's, it's, it's not magic. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, we found that you can listen to it at work or to relax your pet. You can use it to relax children. We had it. A situation where someone had uh, 
an unwanted family member had probably, I mean, I'm assuming lost their job and had to come stay with them because they had no place to stay and they had a small child. And this child is bouncing off the walls with the single parent and the parent was driving everybody kind of nuts and they didn't know what to do with it. And I said, well, just put on some of the music in the background. And it started to soothe the child. And next thing I know is that like a week later, they're like, this person had found a job, they found a new place to live, and the child is now has a whole different view on life and and at functioning normally now. Well, it just um, it, and and what I like again about it is that it it happens on whatever level you're on, whatever wherever you are. You don't have to be, you know, a Reiki master, and you don't have to be. You just, you have to be, that's all. There's no place you have to be because you will be able to pick what is appropriate for you. And that's what I love about it. Now, I know it said, um, and Christina, I didn't forget what I asked you, but I do want to hit this with Ted. Um, You'd said that you had experimented with tuning forks and and crystal um, and and the, the singing bowls and binaural beats and how, you know, how did you sort of get to a place where you combined them all into what you have now? The song would just dictate where, what was going to go into there. I would hear a frequency um, and get a message to put it inside at that point. Now, do you actually use the singing um, bowls? I mean, I, I, I could not discern they were a part of anything that I heard, but that I haven't heard at all. You've, like you mentioned, you've done a ton of I stuff. do, I do, um, I do on certain tracks. I don't use it on, on necessarily all of the tracks. I have a, a crystal bowl. I have a whole set of them. And so um, there's one song that I have that you can pretty much hear predominantly on, which is uh, uh, Chakra Balancing uh, off of Harmonia. And, and it, it'll go through and balancing with the chakras. But there's so many other instruments in ways to today's technology is really really interesting with what we're able to do with sound so when i first started with engineering and producing i was like back in the in the old days where if you had some machine to be able to do anything it costs a lot of money much less to go in and operate in a studio and we were working with analog tape machines that with the analog, it's recording it magnetically, and we were splicing it. It was before digital came along. And through the technology that we have with computer systems, now we're able to join. I, can, I join all of the worlds together in my recording, so it's an amalgamation of all of this coming together. Now, I know that back to the original question with the crystal bowls. Um, they're in there. It's just sometimes it can be a crystal bowl can be overpowering on a song because it's got the resonating frequencies and uh, harmonic values and overtones is actually what I meant to say. The overtones on it that with my songs, I want it to kind of move. So mm-hmm. a, a tuning fork, somebody will hit a tuning fork. You get one frequency off that tuning fork. And I know healers will hit it and put the tuning fork on where it needs to be. And they're going to get that one shot, that one frequency. And I wanted to make it easy for people so that they could listen to it, set their intentions. They could put it on in the background. Now you don't have to mess with a tuning fork, which, which is kind of like a tuning fork we know is going to be good for us. It's kind of like a smoothie. 
You can drink carrot juice, and you know it's going to be really good for you with using a tuning fork or the crystal bowl or that medicine drum. Or you can listen to my music where you're going to be able to get the carrots, which we know is good for us, but we're going to have kale, cilantro, turmeric, blueberry, cinnamon, ginger, pineapple, and all these other instruments that I incorporate into it. So mm-hmm. I use a lot of different ones. It comes back to what is the the feeling and the intention of what the instrumentation is going to be speaking to me that it needs to do in this song. Gotcha. We have a question um, from the chat room. Um, Sister friend Marie asked, um, what is 442 hertz for? What is what is 442 hertz for? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which which song that is that I have the 442. She said she trained with um, Dr. Emoto and he gave them two 440 hertz and one 442 hertz tuning, for, tuning forks. And she wasn't sure. Sorry about this. We've got crazy stuff going on here. <laughs> um <laughs> Trying to trying to turn everything off all at once and it isn't working. <laughs> um, she wanted to know what 442 hertz was used for. And you know, I don't, I, I don't I don't think I have any recordings that I have brought up with, with where I was working with the 442 hertz. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what you're dealing with is with, with Dr. Moto, what he was doing with that, if you get, and I'm not sure if she's referencing on trying to ring them both at the same time. So you've got the 440 and then you're bringing in the 442 and that's going to be bringing in a, a certain type of pitch between the two of them so that you'll get mm-hmm. like a third, uh, you'll get a third and a couple overtones of some other frequencies that are going to go into that. Wow. So, but so. is there... Well, just out of curiosity, who determined what the different hertzes were for? Um, There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you can find on the web on where they are. And some of them go way way back, like solfeggio. Um, A lot of the stuff that I I write, which is is the solfeggio tuning, can go back to John the Baptist. Um, with the hymn of John the Baptist, and it can also go. You can see it in the Bible through different types of. I'm trying to think of which verses it is, and I, I don't, I can't think off of the top of my head on that. But I apologize. But there's like six. It started with around six sacred solfeggio frequencies, and then it expanded out from there. And they're all mathematically and harmonically related, and that a lot of them been hidden for years. So. Fast forward through music history, we start out with Gregorian chant, where it's pretty much mm-hmm. kind of dealing with these six sol- sacred solfeggio frequencies of ut, re, mi, fa, sol, la. Well, we know do, re, mi, so, fa, and they added la, ti, do on there. So, well, they added ti, do on there. But u, re, mi, <laughs> and number three is mi, which is mi, pronounced mi, is the frequency of 528. MI, I like to say, is short for miracles. 528 is like the miracle frequency. Um, I have a track called okay. Miracles for DNA Repair, which is in 528. Uh, coincidence with the MI and miracles? I don't know, but 432 vibrates on the principles of what's known as the golden mean or pi. 
which is mm-hmm. derived through mathematics, geometry, numerical series, and it is discovered by uh, Leonardo Fibonacci. We see that it appears in the human body, other animals, plants, DNA, our solar system. Mm-hmm. Um, we only think think of, uh, not to digress here, but Einstein discovered the law of vibration. He says the law of nature that states that nothing rests, everything moves, everything vibrates. And it's the difference between manifestations of the physical, mental, emotional, and the spiritual uh, results simply from different levels of vibrating energy and frequencies. So when when you go into um, you mentioned chakras, um, <clears throat> and each chakra I would imagine is a different frequency. Yeah, yeah. You can have. Oh. I've been finding that different chakras could resonate at different frequencies. Um, so where somebody might say. Grounding and centering is going to be the root chakra, which now I'm referring to earthly frequencies. That's 174. Uh-huh. That's that's roughly 174 hertz. Um, you can go to the second chakra, which is going to be creation creativity at 285 hertz. Which, thinking in musical terms, right? We know that we have seven so- chakras. There's also yep. seven notes in in, in every scale. There's basically seven colors in the spectrum that we see that comes with light. I'm trying to remember off the top of what they are, what red, yellow, blue, violet, orange, green, and indigo. Uh, Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm reaching up there trying to grab them. My my mind's kind of like running around at 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Red, (laughs) orange, yellow, blue, green, indigo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so sorry about that <laughs> no no so um and, and, and another example too with, with talking about the frequencies is that uh historical composers that were like in the classical era or the, the baroque era which would be like bach was the new harmony he is like the master of my mind of anything and everything has to do with harmony. And he wrote pieces such as the well-tempered clavier and Haydn was writing stuff in 444 and using different, different tunings that was there. And they're funny because they had to do two different pieces of music. The one would be secular and the other would be sacred. And so they would be doing the sacred pieces. They were dealing around with the church and the church beliefs because they were being paid by the by the, the the whatever royalty of that time, and then they would leave out of that. They'd be doing their secular music outside of it, and 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 now they're experimenting with some of this other stuff to see how it goes over with the general public. So a long time a long time ago, because um, I was teaching, so it was definitely a long time ago. Um, they were talking about they were using um, the four seasons as for super yep. learning. Now, was did that have to do with the frequencies? Vivaldi, and, and that's yes, yes and no. Most of that would have been probably recorded in modern era, which was going to be four forty tunings. 
um, based on the, the history of it. So I'm not sure what he was really to when Vivaldi originally wrote that, what he was really kind of looking at for tuning that. But you can hear the movements inside the piece. And yes. that's where you're getting the variations. And think of today's day and age. You listen to the Four Seasons, and then today you don't you don't hear that any really anywhere. There's no contemporary composers that are are standing out like all of those pieces did for that for that point in time. It's it's like a lost art. I'm absolutely because I know I used I used the Four Seasons in my classroom. I had uh, retarded children, challenged yeah. children, and I did find that with that playing quietly in the background, they were able to focus longer, they retained more, and and yes. it felt like they really understood better. And it was it was really profound. I mean, you know, people yeah. would come in and, and they would say, what are you doing? And I said, it's called super learning, and it really does work. I can't explain why. But if, if it was... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no you go ahead. I apologize. They, no, no. They, it was they're, they're, it was just it was just sort of the the if if it had to do with the frequency, then that makes perfect sense. I I had a um she was a a, a teacher same situation that you're talking about here. In, I'm in Colorado, and she said her class. I think it was Fridays that their, her class would be able to listen to whatever music that they wanted to listen to. And they kept wanting to bring up uh, my angels listening to my angelic sound healing album. And so she said it was just amazing with th- how it changed them in the class. Hospitals have, have been using my music. Um, and so there's a lot of studies of the classical. I, I got into that. That's kind of one of the areas that I touched on. It's kind of funny as a musician back in the 80s, like I was talking about of a product, I had, I had the long hair playing in, in, in rock bands. And I'm dealing with hundreds of watt amplifiers that I can't I get off the stage and I couldn't sleep at night. And it just was like destroying me so that I could get a, head into school the next day. And I always listened to classical as I was studying classical and other aspects of frequencies. I started touching on the frequencies then. It was amazing how I could then kind of sit back down, get into my element and focus. I was more focused. I was able to retain it all. Um, I was at a higher learning level. I was bringing it in at a faster rate than I had before. And the the other one I wanted to ask you about um, there are there are lots of different sounds that that not only you resonate to but that vibrate the entire of your being and if you've ever been in a, in an ashram or in a group that have been doing the om and oh, and yeah. you have a, a thousand or 2000 people toning or or getting into that now is is that a frequency or is that just a volume thing but it resonates your whole body. So I would think that it has to be a frequency. It's, it's actually all of the above. If you think about that as well, because now you got the pronunciation of the syllable. So when you're doing, um, om, it's coming more from the chest cavity when you're coming through there. So it's resonating, not only your vocal cords, which are going to be your fingerprint to your own sound healing device. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, because we all have our own unique voice, but 
the body mass is going to be resonating at that. And then you multiply that by the people that's in there. And you take in the effect of the room. Do you have flat walls where it's going to be reverberating off of it and coming there and bringing it? And now you got these people setting the intentions with it too. It's a, I totally know what you're saying. It's a magical, magical experience. Um, and it just vibrates everything from throughout the body yeah. to the bone mass to the water mass. And, you know, and you, you think that when we're doing this, our bodies, this is kind of funny, but water and frequency impact all life. And our bodies are up to 70% of water and our brain and heart mm-hmm. about 73% of that. And now we're training our, our, all that energy is transferring right through us and in training our body right there, knocking out the negative energies, bringing in the higher positive vibrations. Yeah. Amazing. I, I do want to, I asked a question a while back and then I got away from it. Um, Christina, are you back with us? I'm back. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, honey. I, I got you, a little long-winded there. No, no. <laughs> um, happily, it's a two-hour show. Um, Christina, you were, you know, the creator of or partially the creator of Alchemy of the Mind, and, and it's an amazing program. You want, to, you want to tell a little bit about it and how it came about? Sure, I'd love to, and, and thank you again, Barbara, for having us on your show and sharing this information with your beautiful listeners. We really appreciate it because you're such a beautiful soul and master teacher, and so it's truly an honor. Oh, yeah, so, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. Yes. So Blushing here. Through, <laughs> well, it's... Uh, I felt like I was your sister when I first spoke to you. <laughs> I talked to you like my niece <laughs> for lifetimes. <laughs> but um, so what the journey, basically, what led up to alchemy of the mind was, like I had said, I had been certified in so many different healing modalities. Uh, I'm probably embarrassed. I couldn't even list them all. But, you know, that was my hobby. That was my passion. That was, I was searching. And I have so much honor and respect for those have, that have come before me and those who I've learned different things from. And, um, but I always felt like there was something missing because being, you know, kind of a self-help spiritual uh, uh, student of life, I, I kept, I wasn't getting what I wanted. And what I wanted was something fast, easy, that worked, that I could do on my own time, basically, to make changes in my life. And that didn't take away that I didn't jump at the chance to go get a two-hour Reiki session, you know, from one of my fellow Reiki masters. <laughs> or, or I, you know, there's so much benefit to going and getting a one-on-one session with someone, whether it's over the phone, Skype, or in person, and receiving that healing session, it is so very important. But I couldn't do that a lot with kids, like I said, a working mom. And I wanted something more than just the basic spiritual self-help stuff that I had seen out there. And I can't tell you how many books I've read through the publishing company because that's what we publish, those type of books. And, And there were some really beautiful books out there. But through my journey... And through Ted's music, we started doing all of this research. And we're finding how people were 
healing things, spontaneous healing that they were doing in their own body just by listening to his music. And we'd get feedback from people, whether it was migraines or, you know, backache or insomnia. There's so many different things that we would get this information. Everybody kept saying, can I use this music with my meditation? And, you know, I really, or can you guys give us a meditation? And I had taught meditation for years. Um, I actually used to teach it at a yoga studio that I owned many years ago, about 20 years ago. And I wanted to do something that was a little bit more than just meditation with Ted's frequencies. And through my research and uh, experience in working with the subconscious mind, working with hypnosis, working with Uh, It would be, I guess, similar to the Dolores Cannon work in some ways of past life regression slash hypnosis. Um, But I I wanted to take it farther because I felt like we were ready for more. And through that and through working with Ted's frequencies, I developed a way to go in multidimensionally to make changes within the subconscious mind. And it's kind of hard to put to words, (laughs) but basically what alchemy the mind does is it uses the frequencies that Ted works to break up those blocks without you in a very gentle way that you can do on your Uh own time. But it also has a different, has guided meditation. It has a subliminal uh, meditation that you can use to, uh, there's contract revocations, and it's all designed for any belief system. There is no, you don't have to work with guides. You don't have to believe in angels. You don't have to be a certain religion. It does not matter. It is just universal love intention. And this first alchemy of the mind that we released was for ancestral healing and clearing. So I know I'm being a little long-winded, and it's, but I'm trying to set the stage of what this does. So basically, through epigenetics, science has proven, scientists have found that we're carrying thoughts, feelings, emotions, traumas, and judgments and belief systems in our DNA 14 generations back. So no wonder people are stuck, right? No wonder you have money problems or you have relationship problems and you try all these self-help things and they're not working. It's 14 generations. I did the math. It's over 8,000 people that we have locked in our DNA that's running our subconscious mind. Our subconscious is is running our life. is Is that sort of like the sins of the father are visited upon the son type stuff? Absolutely. So let me give you an example. So we have 14 generations back of thoughts, feelings, belief systems, superstitions, judgments in our DNA. Think of how many generations back the woman stayed at home and didn't work outside the home. And now we're women in the year 2017 trying to run a business. What is holding us back from maybe creating the business we really want to create? Or 
what if there were many traumas? You know, um, there's so much. If you think about it, 14 generations back takes us back to about the 1500s, 1600s time frame. Imagine they were, if you had the flu back then, they would drain like four quarts of blood out of you <laughs> for the bloodletting. They thought that's what healed you. You know, think of the superstitions. Think of the religions. Think of how many vows that might have been taken. Maybe vows of celibacy. If you had a, you know, 14 generations and there were a lot of religious people in your family or whatever religious belief system, even if that's not your belief system now. And so it was like, how do we change that? And the cells talk to each other. And the sound, the frequencies with the information in this program is all designed to release you from it in a safe, loving, and easy way. It's it's very similar then to shamanism where where a shaman will go back in time and help you to heal things from the past in order to have a better um sense of wholeness within within your current reality. Yeah, you know, and what I did experience in many years of working on myself spiritually is we do have dark nights of the soul. We do have to look at the shadow, but we don't have to, we don't, that is not the only path to freedom. And some people stay away from shamanism. And I understand why it's pretty intense. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted something that could fit in our modern lifestyle that would be no harm to ourselves or others, that could be easily incorporated into your life, and clearing that maybe you don't even know if there was trauma in your family history. You could still do clearings and this release work through this program. It's, it's an e-course. You can download it. You can, it's designed to do it for 90 days, but it's a nine day segment. So you can do it at your own pace. You could do it when you want. And the frequencies that Ted designed with the music helps you get into that theta state where you can mm-hmm. actually work with the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is your advocate. And the subconscious mind is what runs us 85 to 90% of the time. So that's what's creating our reality, whether we have a great thing going right now and every, if everything's fine, then, you know, that's, that's okay too. But a lot of us have there's one area we'd like to fix or two areas we'd like to fix. Always. Um, there, there is a question in chat. Um, she is asking, what's the most important moment for everyone to experience when becoming whole and full of grace? What is the, the most important moment for everyone to experience when becoming whole and full of grace? I would think total awareness, you know, but you know, yeah, I would I, say that like, when you're in that complete, uh, when you're, you are in your total awareness and you, it's hard to explain it, but yeah, it's when you're in that point of 
it's almost like the zero point when you're at that stillness connected to yourself and source, if that's your belief system, that place of unconditional love for all. It's fleeting, but it is. Unconditional love for your. Un- unconditional love for yourself, and when you get into that point, and the fact that you're not experiencing the the anxiety or the fear, and that you're just in your state of being and comfortable with it, and you, it's like you could see 360 degrees all around you. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just to- that total awareness. I think that's, you know, and and we're we're always striving to become more aware. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and on our journey of awareness, it's sometimes we hit some blocks and we don't know how to get through it. And so I really found some, we did a lot of research on this, and a lot of times working with your subconscious mind can clear things that you're not even aware of that you have. And it's it's just magical. I I people are coming back saying they did the ancestral clearing and now their sex life is better, you know, and <laughs> they're getting money that they weren't expecting. And and I was not expecting that feedback. I was thinking, oh, you're going to heal yourself, and through quantum entanglement, you're going to heal those ancestors, giving them honor and love and healing, because Barbara, we're embodied. They're not. If they're still in spirit form right now, and we do a clearing to heal trauma, drama, or, you know, whatever those maybe miscreations or superstitions, we do work in a body to heal that. It Mm -hmm. not only goes back energetically to those ancestors, you could be giving a great, 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 great grandmother a healing from when she was sexually abused as a child. And you don't even have to know it. You can, well, I think by that, doing that's this really, work. That's, that's really important. Sometimes what you're releasing is something that, that you have no cognizance of, and yet you, you know it was, it was a lodestone. And in, in mm-hmm. releasing it, you release that person from it as well. We, you, had, you had me upload a number of files that that we have audio one, audio two, and audio three. I really want to, can you explain what they are? And, and I, I really kind of want to share them with the listeners so that, so that they get a little bitty taste of the magic that you're putting out there. Sure. The music sovereignty yes. is so, um, it, it goes with the alchemy of the mind series because basically in your sovereignty, your spiritual sovereignty, that's where you can heal yourself and have that personal freedom. Even if you're in situations where you might not feel that freedom by doing, using these frequencies, it, it will help you to undo those cords undo the ties that might be holding you back. And Ted, um, this music comes with the, the alchemy of the mind, but it's also you can get just 
the CD separately if people just want the music. But Ted could explain. Are you going to play audio clip one? I'll 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 play anything you like. I've got three of them here, okay. and I'm itching to share it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we do Why don't we do audio clip number one? Of, uh, it's going to be Freedom Journey. Uh, okay. And that's the the frequency that I recorded that as 528 hertz. And Freedom Journey is like what Christina was saying, that it, it's going to free us from the everyday binds that we're feeling that are designed or meant to keep us preoccupied from becoming our true selves, tapping into our higher self and being conscious of our, our surroundings. And it's going to break us free from past lives where we may have taken an oath or we might have even been forced into a servitude of others. So it's, it's breaking the chains. Okay. Now I get to play it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. small piece of the music, correct? Correct, correct. And, and the listeners need to keep in mind, too, that um, sometimes the hard times when we play my, with my music, there's so much happening that's in it that when it comes to this medium, uh, there's this technique that, these, that the radio is doing. It's called compression. <laughs> it squashes out some of the, really a lot of the full effects. So we always recommend that when you get them, um, my website, Amazon, iTunes, that it is good to put it on some headphones because there's a spatial architecture that I've built in with that, with the right and left hemispheres. Right now, we're just going to hear it as a compressed and onto a one channel, probably about like 264 kilobits per second, not to get technical or anything. But. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, no, that, that, and the name of the album that this comes from is Sovereignty, right? Correct. Sovereignty is the name of the album. Okay. Um, and so what is what is audio two? Audio number two is called Illuminated Truth. And that's going to be at 334 hertz. And Illuminated Truth is written about shining into the darkness of who we are. And or what we are to become, and it's no longer having to hide, and not only allowing our greater selves the ability, but so that we could step forward in this time 
and bringing in higher frequencies, you know, to, to our planet, to ourselves, to our loved one. We can be infectious with it. And it's illuminating the truth to illuminate that which may be dark or in darkness or that which we might not necessarily want to be looking or have repressed down inside of us. Okay, here we go. like you're surrounded by it it's really profound thank you thank you i appreciate that no no and i only have one ear on so you know i can imagine you know with with both sides of my head listening um (laughs) now are 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 the purpose of these songs explained in the program you know i i no, they're not. I sometimes kind of write oh. my own my own ideas of, of what – well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think in the Alchemy of the Mind program, is that – Yeah. Um, I do explain, and Barbara, I can send you the that whole program for you if you're interested. Um, Absolutely. There's a 36-page book, e-book that comes with it. And you can print mm-hmm. off the pages you want. And there's some exercises to play this music and do some of this, um, not really journaling work, but it's writing things down. And in one of you know the exercises to work with the subconscious mind, because it's actually been proven that when you write, it can affect the subconscious mind and that's how you can also communicate with it so with the frequencies putting you in the theta and alpha state while writing and the sovereignty music was really important for the ancestor healing because Mm -hmm. so many of our ancestors were not sovereign they had to you know bow down to the overlords or the 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 wealthy people in the family that they worked or in the town that they worked for or the kings and queens or governments. And, and so, you know, now in human history, we have so much more freedom than many generations back. And so this is really a way to liberate and not only to help you in your life right now, and not only to help the ancestors, 14 generations back, which I think it actually goes back further. My knowing tells me it's farther than 14 generations. That's just what science can prove. But guess what? Thanks to good old quantum entanglement and quantum physics, 
we can affect 14 generations forward energetically. So even if you don't even have children in this lifetime, you can help the family lineage in the future to Mm -hmm. have sovereignty and freedom because we are going to change their cellular coding in their genes within their DNA. Gotcha. Fascinating. Thanks. Thanks. I I, I, I thought it was going about (laughs) album track titled. And and so I kind of got lost on that. So thank you for. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what's audio three? Audio, audio number three is going to be Earth Initiation, and the frequency is at 741 hertz. And it's all about the progress here on Earth where we have been and where we're going and treating her well, and that she is the goddess beneath of our feet, that we live in her vibration, and we will continue to eat, drink, breathe, and see and feel all that she has to offer us. We need to change the vibration to that which would be less damaging to her and less damaging to our fellow mankind. And that's what Earth Initiation is about. Okie doke. Here we go. listen to these would be a deprivation chamber. A, depriva- a deprivation chamber? Sensory deprivation chamber, yeah. With your headphones yeah. just floating in warm liquid and listening. Not, not oh. that I'm going to do that because I'm claustrophobic, but but <laughs> the feeling that I got with all of them is that, that you float in the sound. And when you resonate with it and synchronize heartbeat to it and stuff like that, then you let it do its work without knowing what it's doing. It's just, it's magic. Exactly. And that was the intention with it. And that's, that's what was so different about my music that I was composing to bring in within the, in the short amount of time that it can instantly tap and change our systems that way. I've experimented with, we talked about crystal bowls earlier on, and you can ring a crystal bowl, and then you'll start to watch people leave that crystal bowl after like 10 minutes going, okay, my ears are ringing. I've kind of had, I I don't know what to do with that pitch anymore. And this Mm -hmm. is a way to be able to get our bodies to drink the frequencies in and to entrain it all and tapping into both those hemispheres on the right and the left. 
and bringing in the theta and the alpha frequencies, and it just it melts the rest of it all away. You take the time to do that. And I've been doing – so I, I did this with SoundSync Tech and able to use through testing the human energy field. There's videos that people can see on my website at tedwinslow.com where I show the human energy field where I would test somebody before they listen to the music. There was um, – a, a, so I had – somebody would come in. They could be having a bad day. They could be having an okay day. It doesn't matter, and I would test them. And then I would have put them down and have them listen to three songs. And then I would come back and test them. And you could see the anxiety and the stress levels coming off of that person. They're just evaporating. At the same sense, you're seeing the energy levels rise up too. Now, I'm not talking like energy like we're getting a, a, a hit of glucose or we dump some caffeine down into us. But because the body is rested, it's storing new energy that we're able to be able to think better, act a little more precise with what we want to go with our intentions. And so that's, that's where it so all ties in. So can I add, in. It, add to this? This research equipment please, this, please. that Ted's talking about, it's um, very expensive technical equipment. It's from Russia. Um, scientists and engineers use this equipment on the Russian Olympic team. And they would, they would check the athlete uh, different body systems, temperature, to find out when was the best time for them to uh, perform, exercise, eat. And it is incredible technology. And Ted was actually mentored I, the inventor of this technology, and, and we at our recording studio, we have this incredible equipment that's over $20,000, $25,000 worth of equipment to test the human energy field. And we're so fortunate to, to have this equipment and that Ted um, trained and, and actually Gaia TV had Ted fly out to work with Russian engineers to help them with this equipment a few years back because of Ted's knowledge of, you know, the technical side of things. Anyway, this equipment will show if someone has a weak endocrine system or cardiovascular system, and then they would listen to the music and we could see changes after just a few songs. So we test everything now. We won't put anything out unless it's tested. Because I want mm-hmm. to make sure that it works, or I don't want to put my name with it, or you know, Ted <laughs> doesn't either. Like, we'll go back to the drawing board and start over if you know we have to. Because you know, there's a lot of great music that sounds good, nice to listen to, and it can be relaxing and easy listening, and that's wonderful. But we wanted to do something different, and so this testing yeah. is crazy. Like there is one instance where Ted loves to tell a story. It's a seventy-year-old woman, and she just came back from Las Vegas, and she's a smoker and like gambler, and her her systems were all out of whack. And he wanted to test her right off right after she got back. And I don't know. You could, and then we had her listen to the music, and it took her into a more balanced harmonic. State her systems were not depleted, and they were 
they were more balanced and peaceful. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She. Go ahead. No, no, it's your story. Go ahead. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it, it was amazing because it, it, she came right off, and her chakras were all closed, and they were all over the map. And and had her listen to a song, and and then they open up and they change, and then it's a go to bed with this, and then. She went to bed with it, listening to the whole album with it, and, and then I got to test her the next morning and then listened to it again. And there's three different kind of progressions where you could see her chakras starting to come become more in a line and start to open up, and her, the stress levels kept coming down, the energy levels kept going up, and all sorts of, of great stuff started going on there. The, the, the device was used uh, with the 2014 Sochi Olympic athletes, and it was also – accepted by the Russian Ministry of Health, and it received the, resi- uh, the registration as a routine medical diagnostic device. Um, and it, even St. Petersburg Federal Research Institute of uh, Physical Culture and Sports is one of the two research institutions in Russia that's totally dedicated to using this, this science with it. And it was, it was, I was so fortunate to be able to be connected with it because – I knew what it was doing, and those who listened to it knew what it was doing it. And I'm always fascinated with technology and building and expanding stuff and sounding tech that now I was able to really put it down into a format that we could see it and that the, those who were letting me test them could see it for themselves. And it was a whole other different aspect to be able to drink in what was truly happening with these frequencies in, in changing the body and training the body. Well, it's got to be fascinating to also um, show a person that, that, that it, it registers on a deeper level of their consciousness when they can see something um, portrayed on, on a, on a chart or on, on a screen so that they can say, okay, I, I, I felt that, but wasn't sure, but here it is. And now I can work with it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. He, he took some screenshots and explained it on some videos uh, on the website. It's really interesting. He, he even tested kids like after playing video games and being on their electronics. <laughs> <'Cause> that, <laughs> I mean, how many parents complain about that, right? Well, this is great music to play for them at night if they have nightmares or if they can't wind down after school. Um, you can play it for, you know, you know the kids that are, I think they have the superpowers because I think they're so psychic that they just are misunderstood. It, it really helps with the kids with the ADD and ADHD and that have some of these um, behavior issues. Just play it in the background. You don't have to tell them why. You know, you could play it in the yeah. background when you're making dinner. We, he, Ted even tested water, and he developed a water probe that ended up being copied by other tech, technology people. Uh, but anyway, he tested the water. You can play this music. It changes the frequency of the water. And I know that one of the people in the chat rooms was talking about Dr. Moto, who I honor and love and um, just have so much respect for. And so, you know, the frequency of the water can change. So the water in your body changes. It heals. It, it's no different than praying over the water, like Dr. Emoto showed. 
have you in any, has it ever, well, I know you have dogs. Um, have you used this with animals at all? We, oh, yeah. We use it with our dogs. Um, and, you know, Ted, do we have anyone write us about their animals? I think we did. Um, I'm trying to remember. It, uh, we love getting feedback because one lady wrote actually to us and said that her young son had a stroke and she played Ted's music immediately after nonstop. And she, he doesn't have a lot of the problems now with the paralyzation and, uh, you know, the paralysis and, you know, some of the issues of stroke and she thinks it was the music. We don't know for sure, but I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of wondering um, on two levels, one um, with animals and the other would be with, um, with, with young children with autism. Yes, that I would love it if there's anyone who, you know, please download the music for free for Angelic Sound Healing. Just use the code radio. If you, if anyone out there knows any children with autism that could benefit from this, uh, there's a yoga teacher that I had met and a few months ago, and she's using the music. She is a counselor for eating disorders. And their institution approved to play this music during their group sessions. Fascinating. So there's I, the, many ways, you know, you can incorporate it. Well, I know, um, I know, Chrissy, especially. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't know if you remember this, Chrissy, or not, but the, the, we have some some open space behind where we live, and occasionally ranchers will allow the cattle to come in and graze off of there. So we we don't have any tie to the to the cattle. But I did tune one of my guitars to 528 hertz and played it, and they came up to the fence. Yeah, the whole herd. I thought they were going to run into our yard. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was actually very Dogs, kids, guitar, very, and cows. I forgot about that. Yeah, they all came, <laughs> and they, were, they could not get close enough to Ted. It was so adorable. Their heads it, were You all- know, the, the place that I would see using it would be in, in – um, in animal shelters and things like that to, to have a greater sense of peacefulness and you're okay and you're safe and it's going to be okay. There's actually, I'm glad you brought that up, Barbara. I forgot about this. Um, Years ago, my, this ballet studio, my daughter was at one of the gals, one of the moms ran a um, shelter, a rescue. I forgot for what kind of dogs. But she ran a rescue, and she was using Ted's music, and she said it calmed them down. I forgot. I, yeah. I don't think it was Bassett Helm. But she, yeah, she was played it, it with them. Wasn't it Vichless? I can't remember. But, um, yeah, or even with a hospice, could you imagine? Like when my Nana was 94 in a hospice, and this was before Ted was doing the frequency music. Um, you know, essential oils have frequencies similar to the mm-hmm. sound healing frequencies. And I took a bottle of rose oil and anointed her while she was playing her her religious music because that was her generation. And you know, um, she passed away about a day later. But I walked out of the door 
And there were all the elderly people got out of their beds. They were in walkers, canes, having, they couldn't understand the whole place smelled of roses. I mean, it just (laughs) brings me to tears, you know, and we can spread this, you know, give the music away. Tell your friends that they can download it for free. You know, this is a spiritual path. I told Barbara this when I first met her, you know, we were, you know, we could easily have just done the corporate world thing, and there's nothing wrong with that, but this is kind of a mission for us. It's like a spiritual <laughs> thing, you know, to just provide what we know easily, affordably, and, you know, take it or leave it. But if it does work or you do find benefit, tell us about it, because we'll talk about different uses, and it might give other people ideas how they can use it. Well, I certainly can see it with autistic children because they're they're wired differently, and so are learning disabled children. And <clears throat> to give them a sound that will help to balance them and to give them greater focus makes great sense to me. And and it's non intrusive, and whatever's appropriate yeah. works. And and it's not it's not something that that you know they're they're going to have to. Um, you know, you, you don't have to check with your doctor and, and if it works fine, if it, they'll, they'll, if they're on medication, if it works, then they'll blame the medication. But, but the, the aspect of, especially because it deals with frequency and, and we have electromagnetic, we are electromagnetic beings. And so that it makes perfect sense to me that, that, that frequency would, would, synchronize with what's going on internally and help to bring everyone to a better balance. You know, it's not going to yeah. cure yeah. any, you know, but I, I mean, I mean, if, if, if somebody is autistic, it might help them to perform to a, to a higher degree of, of proficiency. Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. No, it, it, it is, yeah. it, it is it is amazing and and I do understand how it just kind of comes through you. It's it's not necessarily of you, and um, I I painted for a long time and and I told everybody I, I wasn't an artist, but I kept producing stuff that they said was artwork. So, but but mm-hmm. it, it was a process. It was a it was something coming through that, that needed to come through. And, and obviously you're one of those, those channels that, that, you know, is having a, a good time with it and a, and a great ride. And it, it feels to me as though um, you're just turning yourself over to it, which is phenomenal. And, and the, the, the music that you create, I, I can see how it can be of benefit in so many different ways. I mean, I mean, they've got, um, they've got elevator music all over the place. There's no reason why you couldn't put this in elevators. <laughs> it might oh, zone people out before work, but <laughs> don't listen while driving, please, because it especially will on that you. ride up to your dentist's office. <laughs> right, right. But you know, speaking, Ted, Dennis, you must have read my mind. Get out of my head, Ted. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you, years ago, we did a radio show together when I was the host, and I could really be the boss, and uh, I'm just kidding, it was was Ted. You still are. Um, 
so and we and we got feedback from one of the listeners, and she said she usually doesn't like shows like mine. <laughs> and Sarah just, I just was cracking up, right? And she said, but you played some of his music, and she was a dentist, and she suffers from migraines, and she had a really bad headache, and she had gone into one of the treatment rooms and was laying on the dental chair, and she just put on the my radio show. It was at lunchtime, is when I broadcast. And she heard some of Ted's music, and she said within a couple minutes her headache went away, and she couldn't believe it. And so now, and then she gave us more feedback. She's like, I went out and got all your albums on iTunes. I can't believe it. I listened to it. It it takes away my migraines. So you just never know. It was just, and, you know, on the radio, you don't, it does not sound as good when you have headphones on. And that is like the full-blown experience, you know, when you're in a you're at a movie and the soundtrack is playing and it's surround sound music and it takes you to another realm. That's how oh, yeah. his music is with the headphones versus like on the radio. Cause like Ted said, they had to compress it to broadcast it. So for her to oh, have yeah. that effect, you know, was just um, really cool to get that feedback from her. Well, Obviously, you've been working on this a very long time, and there must be new directions that you're you're coming into and that you're moving towards. Where next do you take it? Because this certainly can't be the end. I mean, this is just the beginning. It it really is. Well, he's working about... on a Viking album right now. <laughs> With... <laughs> Okay, talk about ancestors. He's working on a Viking sound healing album. It is incredible. It just it it's really cool. So he has all now, these albums he's writing. Did you say in did different you say, genres? Did you say Viking with a V or with a B? With a V, Viking. Okay, a Viking one. How very cool. And you like the bass like I do, Barbara. I like the low. The yeah, I like bass, the, low, the drum, that lower, and that album he's working on. And I'm sorry, Ted, he's working on so many things. Another thing we're <laughs> we're going to do together is a Kirtan sound healing. But the way we're going to do it is different than what's out there now because I know Sanskrit. I used to teach yoga. I studied. Hindu gods and goddesses. Not everybody wants to honor Hindu gods and goddesses, but they love kirtan music. We're doing kirtan that does not worship gods and goddesses from the Hindu tradition. We're doing Mm -hmm. kirtan in a way that you can still enjoy that beautiful harmonium and the frequencies that Ted just writes this beautiful music, but you could still you know, chant with it in in that that open architecture spirituality, which is basically love and healing and universal frequencies, and there's no specific religion or belief system attached. Well, Ted, out of curiosity, have you ever worked with any of the Lemurian or the um, or or the Atlantean or the Pleiades energies? Um, yeah, a little bit of it. I haven't really produced it and put it out. 
because it's kind of a weird thing with what comes in with me as much as of a project that, that I, I personally want to work on that I'm always interested. There's always something that's coming to the forefront and it kind of takes over on that from me. Um, but yeah, I have, cause there's a huge, there's a huge interest in it and there's a, I mean, there's like a treasure trove that comes with all of that too. So well, but I haven't necessarily got it out yet. Just Go ahead. curiosity because, because every now and then I, I get impressions and stuff. Um, yeah. Emerald tablets of Toth, the Toth material. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it it not, has to do. Don't no, I, not, uh, not 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 okay, <laughs> but not not everybody is. But the Toth material really takes you back to the element yeah. of creation, and yeah. it 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 feels like it would fit in with your music with different levels of awareness and understanding and the flight of the well, spirit through the I, cosmos. The hermetic, the hermetic alchemy teachings and wisdom that came from the Emerald tablet of Toth is incorporated in all of the alchemy of the mind. And we're, we're coming out with two more by the end of the year, one for the inner child, another one for DNA blueprint and then we have another 12 that we're going to be creating after that but Barbara you are just so amazing how you get all of it I feel (laughs) like you understand everything we do that's how gifted spiritually you are and you give great readings too to anyone who would (laughs) like a reading Barbara call Barbara she, I am very picky about that because I know I've been in the psychic business for many years and know many intuitives and psychics and and Barbara is mind blowing how good she is. So I had to tell people that Barbara. <laughs> well, thank you for the for the plug. Um, I I, I want to get back to 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 the magic of your music. Because it really is magic, and um, the fact that it 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 is not mind blowing but mind expanding, and and with that expansion, you create that bridge to the spirit that's within, and it's a journey that is that is something that we are all seeking, and everybody finds their own way to to make their way or or not, but. Everybody finds their own unique way, but what the music that you create gives people um, the opportunity to cross that bridge and make the connection with the spirit that they carry within. So, so what other, whatever other things your music does, that's, that's what it seems to me for, for me is, is the biggest um, perk to it. And it it feels as though it is such a comfortable, protective, energetic that you create. It allows someone to touch a part of themselves that they are constantly seeking but afraid to touch. Yes. Well, and they don't have to know. You know, 
they can get a healing without going to years of therapy, uncovering details that they don't want to uncover. But I'm not even talking about a healing. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I mean, everybody has to heal. Obviously we're here for that, but this is more of a connect to the spirit and let the spirit Mm -hmm. take you where you need to go. I, I mean, healing. Absolutely. But, but this goes beyond that, I think. It's well. It's a, I've, it's I've been spir- real fortunate. Go ahead. I, I was I'm just going to say it's a, it's a spiritual initiation. Yes, and that's as a creator, and you know, as an artist, when we're not being outside negative influences or company, or uh, trying to think of what would be better a better example. So, like, I I own my own record label, and music right now is one of the most brutal industries that there is. But I'm fortunate enough that the universe is supporting me. I don't want to go join up with any of these the record companies and have to put out what they think that I should be putting out. And I, mm-hmm. I listen to what they're putting out. I'm well-rounded on that. I'm extremely well-versed with it. And I don't agree with it. I, I, it doesn't move me the way that I want this this type of music to be able to bring us back to our natural state <laughs> of where where we need to be. I think a lot of the music that's today's day and age is so programmed they've completely taken the life out of it and agitated the music so much that it's agitating everybody else that's around it. Um, and so that's the, the again the universe is supporting me with all the fans that are, are are listening to this angelic that we're giving away on the show is actually an Amazon bestseller, and I've had five albums that have been on that, and it's it's keeping everything out of the way of the music so that I can put it out as intended for everybody to hear it, to feel it, and to give the gift that is this universe. Since the Big Bang had happened, to let us all be able to connect on a much higher level and and be at peace with it. Absolutely, it's 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 just magical what you've got, and I I think that that you, you don't even have a full definition of it yet, which is really <laughs> cool. <laughs> it, it, it goes through a constant state of evolution. It's just amazing. And then you could still, I could still go back to the first tracks that I ever wrote. And they're just, I'm like, how, did, what was that? How did that come out? And just be intrigued with it as if I heard it again for the very first time. Yeah, I, I can, I can sense how you, you are constantly high on this whole thing. I think it's great. And it's not addictive. <laughs> well, it is addictive. It is addictive. I know, I know that when I get into that, that frequency where I'm channeling or I'm writing something that I really, really, you know, that I'm thrilled with seeing happen, that there is, um, there is a high with it that is just um, magical. Um, I use that term a lot, but I really, I really believe that, that when you get into that right space within yourself, you are a magician and magic is something that just flows out of you. And, and oftentimes you're, you're, you, you create something and, and you stand back and you, you, you say, you know, if I hadn't created it, I'd say, wow, that's amazing. But because I did it, you know, I don't want to um, 
I, I don't want to seem arrogant or full of ego, but um, you, you get blown away by things that you that that come out of you when you allow it to happen instead of making it happen. And yeah. and it does feel to well, me as though your music is an allowing, not a making. It, exactly, it's like an allowing, and the more you use it, your body starts changing. Your energy changes, just like if you meditated a lot, right? So then you go into the family function at Thanksgiving and you can affect change within your family just with your presence without working at it. And Mm -hmm. just your frequency that you hold, the more you work through your frequencies, because we all have hard days and blocks and everything. Think of how we can change the world that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just just noticed the time. We are we are coming here to a conclusion. Um, we have a couple of minutes left. I did. Ted, is there is there one thing that you want to put out there that that you know is a parting shot to to everyone who listens? A parting shot. Um, you know, uh, go to my website. For those that have been listening to it, you can download the music for yourself and be able to feel it and hear it and tell the difference of it. Um, and there's many other albums that, that follow up with that. So it, it can, it's a constant, like I said, evolution where we're changing our frequencies and all that. I just ask that since I am an independent artist and staying out of the corporate aspects of it for all the right reasons, that if you do like it, please put it, if you have an Amazon or an iTunes account, please, please put up a good review on it because those reviews, believe it or not, help other people that are like us because we're gathered here on your show today, Barbara, because we're of all the same vibration. And I want to say thank you for bringing us all together and connecting us all together through this. Um, So, you know, not that I jump back and forth, but just a good review is greatly appreciated because it helps others to be able to find it, to understand what this music is about and how it's been a major factor into to their life. Sign up for our newsletter. We're always constantly giving discounts and stuff like that on there as well. And freebies. Um, freebies. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can, can find me on Facebook on Solfagia Sound Healing and at uh, Twitter at Ted Winslow. Um, and Barbara, I want to say thank you so much. Love and high frequencies to all. Thank you so much for having us on your show tonight. Oh, it's just my pleasure. Yes. Totally. Love, thank you. Love so what you are doing. Oh, so much love to your audience. I feel the love. I can feel it out there. Of not only you and your producer, but all the listeners and all the beautiful souls on the chat that I've had fun with tonight. Thank you so well, much. So much love this and will, gratitude. This will, this will go up on YouTube so that people can listen to it on YouTube as well. And um, it's on a bunch of other places too. I forget all the places it goes, but it goes where it's where it's needed and where it people are attracted to it. And, and I do believe that, that 
your music is magic and that, you know, I, I, I'm not sure we did it justice, but I think I raved about it enough. People will be curious to, enough to go in and check it out. So thanks so much for being here tonight, both of you. And I uh, look forward to talking to you again. And I certainly look forward to getting some of that music so that I can <clears throat> veg out to it. So good night, everybody. <laughs> and thanks so much for being here and for listening. Good night.